Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patience is a Virtue, the sports betting podcast all about finding value in futures wagering. I'm your host, Andrew, and on this episode, we're going to take a look at the outright markets for the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship and for the FA Cup. We're going to get started with the Women's Basketball Championship odds, and the odds see South Carolina as the favorite at minus 190. UConn comes in at plus 800. The Indiana Hoosiers at plus 850. Stanford plus 900. LSU is plus 1700. Iowa is plus 2000. Virginia Tech at plus 4200. Utah, Texas, and Maryland all at plus 6500. And everybody else is greater than 100 to 1. Now, when we're talking about the women's tournament this year, you're basically asking yourself, can anybody beat South Carolina? They are the rightful favorites for the crown, having gone undefeated in the regular season, which includes victories at number two seeded Maryland, number one seeded Sanford, at number two seeded UConn, and at home against number three seeded LSU. So they played some tough opponents and they were able to win them all, especially on the road. Again, they're currently listed at minus 190, which is simply too high even for a team like South Carolina, as anything can happen in a one-and-done tournament format. So let's see if there's some value in some other teams and try and see if we can find a ticket on one of them. Now, the first team I consider is Indiana at plus 850. Now, the Hoosiers, they were the Big Ten regular season champions. They finished the year losing two either last three games, but they still ended up as the number one seed in the Greenville 2 region. Now, IU has a very strong starting five. They're led by forward Mackenzie Holmes and guard Grace Berger. Now, depth could be an issue for the Hoosiers, but they did win a difficult Big Ten in the regular season, and they are on the opposite side of the bracket from South Carolina, so they wouldn't ultimately end up meeting them until the final if they did play them. I think IU's biggest challenge to make the final forward in the Greenville 2 region could come from number three seeded LSU, who finished the season 28-2 and who also had the second highest point differential in the nation at plus 26.3. Now, IU benefits from having LSU on the other side of the Greenville 2 bracket, so they wouldn't meet them until the Elite Eight if they met them at all. Now, Indiana can certainly win that matchup. They have the offensive firepower to be able to do so, but LSU might prove to be the toughest obstacle within the Greenville 2 bracket, so I'd say it could be a very tight game between those two teams. I think IU does have a very good chance to make the Final Four, which would present a great hedge opportunity if they are able to get there, because at plus 850, you're going to have a lot of good value that you're going to be able to hedge against. Now, second, let's take a look at Stanford at plus 900. The Cardinal finished the season with a record of 28-5, and and they shared the Pac-12 regular season crown with Utah. Stanford perhaps came the closest to defeating South Carolina within the regular season. They only lost to them in overtime by five points at home. Now, Stanford was actually leading the game with less than 20 seconds left, but they ultimately let the Gamecocks tie the game and then force overtime and then ultimately lost. Now, despite the fact that they didn't win that game, I would imagine that that performance would give Stanford the belief that they can hang with South Carolina and ultimately defeat them if they get another shot. Stanford in that game had 22 turnovers to South Carolina's 11, so it wasn't a lucky situation that saw Stanford almost win the game. They played a very good game, and they really had a good chance to ultimately win. Now, Stanford does have a tough draw. They have number two seeded Iowa in their bracket, which is one of the best offenses in the nation. But I think if Stanford can ultimately make it to Dallas in the Final Four, they do have a good shot of being able to beat the Gamecocks, or at least a shot to be able to beat them. Now, the final team I want to take a look at is UConn, and they're at plus 800. Now, UConn won the Big East regular season title, and like Stanford, they also came close to defeating South Carolina in the regular season. They lost to them 81-77 in stores. 
Now, UConn led for the first half of that game, and they kept it close up until about the fourth quarter when South Carolina ultimately took over. But just like Stanford, I think that loss could give UConn the hope and the belief that they would be able to hang with South Carolina if they do meet them again. And they are in the Seattle three bracket, which means they have the number one seed Virginia Tech in their bracket, who is probably the weakest of the number one seeds. And UConn is on the opposite side of the bracket. So they would meet the winner of the Greenville 2 region, which is the Indiana region, in the Final Four should they make it that far, which means they would not meet South Carolina until the final should they play them at all. Now, on the downside for UConn, they actually went a combined 7-3 against ranked opponents this year, but they only went 2-2 two and two in those games on the road. So their road performance against tough competition has not been the best. In the end, I think this title is South Carolina's to lose, but if you are going to get at least a plus 800 price on the next three teams on the odds board, or greater than that if you like somebody else, I think you can certainly pick pick out one or two of these teams that you think have a good chance of making the Final Four, and perhaps lay a small bet on one or two of those teams, and then you can ultimately hedge if you need to. I would not ultimately lay this price with South Carolina. So if you do want to have some action at this point, I think you can either roll over South Carolina money lines, which are going to be pretty high. You might not want to start doing that until you get later in the tournament, or pick out one or two of these two teams and play a small bet on a future. So now let's go ahead and switch our focus over to the FA Cup and the outright market to win. We're down eight teams left, and the odds see Manchester City as the favorite at even money, Man United at plus 200, Brighton is at plus 400, Fulham at plus 1,400, Burnley plus 3,500, Sheffield United also plus 3,500, Blackburn at plus 8,000, and Grimsby Town at plus 30,000. Now the matchups in the quarterfinal round see Manchester City hosting Burnley on Saturday, Sheffield United host Blackburn on Sunday, Brighton will host Grimsby on Sunday, and Manchester United will host Fulham on Sunday. Now, on previous episodes, I have given out both Manchester United and Brighton as outright market picks, and both those picks have aged well. They're still both in the tournament. They're both in a good position to make it to Wembley for the final, and I think both have a good chance of progressing past the quarterfinals and into the semifinals. Now, at this point, the numbers on the top teams are just too short to take a futures price. I wouldn't recommend taking a ticket on any of the top four, which even includes Fulham, as you're going to find more valuable ways to bet these teams, most likely playing them game to game. I think if there is a play to be made here, it could perhaps be on Blackburn at plus 8,000. Now, this is due to the fact that I don't think there's enough separating Blackburn and Sheffield United, their quarterfinal opponent, as the odds suggest. United currently sits second place in the championship on 70 points, while Blackburn is in fifth position on 61 points. Blackburn are also on a pretty good run of form. They've won four of their last five games. While United has done has had a slight dip, they've gone three wins, zero draws, and two losses in their last five. Now, yes, this game is going to be at Sheffield United, but if Blackburn are able to pull out a win, you'll be presented with a great hedge opportunity in the semifinals. And I should note, Blackburn just defeated United earlier this month, so they do know how to beat this team. Now, in the end, I think if you're still looking for to get into this market, I would focus more on a game-to-game method at this stage. However, if you are holding tickets on either Manchester United or Brighton, I would not hedge at this point, as I think both these teams have a good chance of getting through to the semifinals. And depending on the draw, you could even see a Man United-Brighton semifinal, meaning you would automatically have a team in the finals if you have a ticket on both these two teams, and that'd be a great position to, to be in. Now, also keep in mind that, sem- that the semifinals and the final are all going to be played at Wembley, so these teams are not going to have a home 
field advantage, which is going to make the matches a little bit more even, and it's going to give the, the smaller teams, or the longer shots, I should say, a little bit of a better shot to advance. So always keep that in mind when placing a bet on either the semifinal or the final of the FA Cup. And that's going to do it for this episode of Patience is a Virtue. Thank you very much for listening and for supporting the show. Please remember to subscribe to get episodes as soon as they come out and leave a five-star review to help us grow. Good luck with any bets you might place, and I'll see you next time.